This is the May 2021 bonus episode of the Master of None podcast. If you're new to the bonus episodes that we do each month, we always do three items, some sort of pro tip, a book recommendation, and a challenge. So let's go ahead and jump into those three items for this month. So first, our tip for the month. The tip for this month is to take your old milk jugs, fill them with water, and keep them frozen in your freezer. Now, why are we doing that? Well, there are actually several benefits. Now, first, let's back up. How do we do this? First of all, I recommend using milk jugs, like gallon-sized milk jugs, or maybe you get your milk in half-gallon-sized jugs. Those will work too. A gallon-sized milk jug with the screw on top, as opposed to if you buy like distilled water that's also in a gallon, plastic gallon jug, those usually just have like the little pop-off tops. The ones that have the screw on top are going to work a lot better because as the water freezes, it's going to expand. Uh, Water expands about 10% when it freezes. And even if you've only filled it up part way, that's still going to force the air that was in the gap between the water and the lid. That has to go somewhere and it's going to force that air out of the lid. The screw on lids stay on a lot better during that freezing process the little snap-on ones tend to pop off. So that's why I tend to use the milk jugs, specifically the ones with that screw-on lid. Now, I only fill them up about three-quarters of the way full so that I'm accounting for that 10% expansion as the water freezes into ice, plus just a little leeway. Then I take those jugs and I set them vertically in my freezer. So set them with the lid on top. Don't tip them over on their side to freeze. First of all, just in case that lid leaks a little bit, I don't want that water dripping all over my freezer and then freezing and then I have ice on stuff. So just set them in there vertically, freeze them like that. The other reason is because then you have air against the lid. So as that water freezes, like we talked about, it's pushing that air out against the lid as opposed to having direct contact with the water, which is more likely to actually pop that lid off. So now we have a bunch of frozen milk jugs using up space in the freezer. Now, why is that a good thing? Well, your freezer is actually going to run much more efficiently the more full it is. Now, we don't want to pack it so full that there's no air circulation, but if your freezer is full of frozen things, especially like frozen water, which has a very high thermal density, and that translates to more thermal mass. Now, I know that technically coldness is not a thing, it's just the absence of heat energy, but for the sake of this explanation, think of coldness as being a thing. A gallon of frozen water is holding a whole lot more coldness than a gallon of air at that same temperature. And when you open the door of your freezer, that air can just easily move in and out, as opposed to all that cold thermal mass in that frozen jug sitting in your freezer So it just makes your freezer run a lot more efficiently. Now, I wouldn't recommend if you have like an empty freezer, don't get 10 jugs, fill them all with water and set them in there. And then which which would force your freezer to run and run and run and run until they're all frozen. Do like one at a time. So we're basically using these frozen jugs to use up the extra space in our freezer. Like I said, to make the whole make the whole freezer run more efficiently. On top of that, if you add something to your freezer once you have all of these frozen jugs in there that added thermal mass 
from all of that frozen water is actually going to help something else that you add to the freezer to freeze more quickly. Now, all of you know that I also do quite a bit of hunting. So here's where I really use these and for fishing too, for that matter. What I'll do if I get a bunch of fish or an animal or whatever, I will take several of these frozen jugs out of my freezer, say six of them out of my deep freezer. I will lay them in the bottom of a large cooler, and then I can take either the fish or the meat and lay it on top of those frozen jugs. Now, that's really going to help to cool down that meat, which is going to help with the quality of the finished product as we're eating that meat. And the jugs themselves are actually holding the meat up off the bottom of the cooler, so you have better air circulation, which also helps with the quality of the meat. On top of that, one thing that I really like about this method is that as that ice melts, I, I should back up, our ice is in blocks then instead of like buying bags of ice cubes and that block ice melts much more slowly. But even as it's melting, it's still contained in that plastic jug. So you don't end up with water pooling in the bottom of your cooler and your meat's in the water and the water's all bloody and your meat's all wet. That's just no good. We want to keep our meat cool and dry and keep that water contained. And then this is just a great system because then what I do is as we process the meat, whether it's cutting it into steaks or roasts or grinding it, making it into sausage, and then repackaging it. I shouldn't say repackaging it because it's never been packaged unless it was packaged when it was part of the animal. Anyway, packaging that processed meat and then putting that in the freezer. Well, I've created the space in the freezer when I removed those water jugs, those ice jugs. So now I know that I have room in my freezer to add that meat to freeze it. And then I'll just take those jugs clean up the outsides in case they have a little blood or something on them, clean up the outsides, and I'll just set them in the basement right next to my freezers. Now, as I use the meat, as we consume that meat throughout the year, I'll notice, oh, I have a little space now in my freezer. I'll just take one of those jugs and set it right in that space, refreeze it. Again, that's making my freezers run more efficiently, and that makes sure that I have that ice ready for the next time that I need it. So there's your tip. Book recommendation for the month, completely unrelated to our pro tip, is The Toilers of the Sea by Victor Hugo or Les Travailleurs de la Mer by Victor Hugo. And this is a book that's set on the island of Guernsey shortly after the French Revolution. And without giving away too much of the story, there's a shipwreck out on this reef and the owner of the ship wants to have the engine from the ship, even though the rest of the ship is probably wrecked. The engine is the really valuable thing. So he wants someone to go out to the reef and salvage the engine and bring it back. And the main character of the book does or attempts to do exactly that. So the book, at least part of the book is about how he goes about doing that, which is kind of fascinating. All of his little engineering stuff that he does to attempt to salvage this engine that's wrecked out on the reef. But what the book is really about, I would say, is the effect of the Industrial Revolution on on the island of Guernsey specifically and on many small communities throughout the world. So if that sounds interesting or you're just wanting to add to your 
reading experience of classic literature, check out The Toilers of the Sea or Les Travailleurs de la Mer by Victor Hugo. And finally, our challenge for the month. My challenge for you for this month is to repair something. Now, most of us around our house have several things, most likely, that need to be repaired. And oftentimes they just kind of sit around and you think, I'm going to get to that, I'm going to get to that, I'm going to get to that, whatever it is. Maybe it's one of your kid's toys. Maybe it's, I don't know, some piece of clothing that needs to be mended. Maybe it's a generator that needs some repair. Maybe it's some other piece of equipment or tool. Maybe it's just a a chainsaw that needs a new chain, something like that. What I want you to do is identify one thing this month that's sitting around needing repair and prioritize repairing that thing. And if you do that, take some pictures, some maybe some before and after pictures, and send them in with the story to me, contact at masterofnonepodcast.com, and maybe we'll talk about your repair adventure on the show. That'd be kind of fun. That's all I have for this month. So just to recap real quick, your tip is to store ice in milk jugs in your freezer. Your book is The Toilers of the Sea by Victor Hugo. And your challenge for the month is to repair something in your home. That's all we have for this month. Have a great month and I will catch up with you in June. Bye.